0: welcome to let's utter god's official podcast channel if you are adamant on improving your work with god and pursuing his ways this is the podcast channel for you join me blessing mashlani your host as we discuss issues which matter on this christian journey be blessed listening to none other than the Sibongile Mawawa and guys I'm so excited about this single it it was recently released and it is called Baba Nyabonga if you do not know Sibongile Mawawa trust me this is someone who you should be paying attention to she is a powerful spirit-filled worshipper raised for our time Um, her music not only draws one close to God through its lyrical content but it also oozes in beautiful production quality. Bonga is the, I think, third, yeah, of her three singles. One named uh, Imbeu Yotando and the other one named Contact One. Make sure that you stream her music on every digital platform. And thank you so much, Sibongile, for allowing us to sample your song. So, welcome back to Lads After God's official podcast. This is your boy, Blessing. And before we even go on, guys, allow me to say this. We are on episode number 10. Can you believe it? It feels like just yesterday, you know, just beginning this journey. And um, it felt so daunting at the time. But here we are. We are on episode number 10. And it wouldn't have been possible without your support. You guys have been so great. The way you have been just cheering me on from the sidelines and the way you've been streaming um this podcast and downloading and subscribing and following you have just been so amazing and thank you so much to everyone who have featured so far um Jimmy ernst Twala. you guys have just been so just God sent that's all i can say you've just been so God sent in my life because you've helped me you know just find my feet and you've helped this podcast you know just get a nice following from people from all walks of the world so I believe that we are gonna continue to grow and I believe that there's so many testimonies which are gonna be birthed because of this podcast. So thank you so much. That's all I can say thank you for your support dear listener and um let's get right ahead and start with today's episode. As you might have seen from our social media um at Let's After God on Twitter and Instagram. Yes, we have a Twitter account now. Yeah, we put up a preview that today's episode is going to be a solo episode. And it indeed is going to be a solo episode. We are going to be having a scriptural reading. We're going to be reading from the book of 2 Kings chapter 7. We will be reading from verse 3 to 11. Um, This is one of my favorite Bible verses because it speaks of people who, I should say, were outcast people who were yeah basically yeah i don't want to say scum but yeah basically uh they were just written off but they through their bravery teach us so so many things and i believe that we are gonna learn so much today so wherever you are grab that cup of coffee grab that cup of tea and let us just dive deep into the word and yeah i can't wait to just share what god has been or what god has laid in my life regarding this god has been just speaking to me through this verse and i believe that he will be speaking to every one of us today as we will be reading may god bless you let us read from the word of god today from the book of second kings chapter seven from verse three to verse eleven um I'm gonna read it with the New King James Version it reads as follows Now there were four leprous men at the entrance of the gate, and they said to one another, Why are we sitting here until we die? If we say we will enter the city, the famine is in the city and we shall die there. And if we say if we sit here, we die also. Now therefore come. Let us surrender to the army of the Syrians. If they keep us alive, we shall live, and if they kill us, we shall only die. Verse 5. And they rose at twilight to go to the camp of the Syrians. And when they had come to the outskirts of the Syrian camp, to their surprise, no one was there. For the Lord had caused the army of Syrians to hear the noise of chariots and the noise of horses. The noise of a great army so they said to one another look the king of israel has hired against the kings of the hittites and the kings of the egyptians to attack us therefore they arose and fled at the twilight and left the camp intact their tents their horses and their donkeys and they fled for their lives and when this lepers came to the outskirts of the camp They went into one tent and ate and drank, and carried from it silver and gold and clothing, and went and hid them. Then they came back and entered another tent, and carried some from there also, and went and hid it. They said to one another, We are are not doing right. This day is a day of good news, and we remain silent. If we wait until morning light, Some punishment will come upon us. Now, therefore, come, let us go and tell the king's household. So they went and called to the gatekeepers of the city and told them, saying, We went to the Syrian camp, and surprisingly, no one was there, not a human sound, only horses and donkeys tied, and the tents intact. And the gatekeepers called out, and they told it to the king's household inside. Father, we thank you for your word that we have just read. Bless it, my heavenly Father, and reveal what you want us to learn from it, Father. We thank you for my heavenly Father. You are God who speaks even today. You are God who speaks in many ways. We believe that you are going to talk today through this passage of scripture that we have just read. Bless your word. Bless your servant. In Jesus' name, amen. So, guys, as you have heard the scripture that we just read, just to give you a bit of a background, um, the Israelites were under siege. You know, when you're under siege, like, they were isolated in their, you know, in their walls. Basically, the Syrians were encamped around their city. And obviously they had blocked all the supplies, so they were not getting any food, they were not getting anything. So basically it was like they were just waiting to die. Um, Imagine not getting any supplies, you're not getting any food supplies, uh, even obviously water is going to start running out at a certain point. So it was just basically one of those um, instances where they were just basically waiting for their doom. And it seemed like it was going to happen, you know, any time, like at any time, because they had went for such a long time without, without eating. So we hear of four men who were encamped right outside the city. There were actually Israelites themselves. Um, and this man had leprosy. Um, if you do not know leprosy, leprosy is some kind of a skin disease and in the olden times, when people had this type of skin diseases, they were put into isolation, they didn't live among other people, so basically, they were in quarantine because obviously skin diseases were were you know contagious, so people put them in quarantine, so basically, yeah, they were like the outskirts of the nation, so they lived in quarantine and they were living alone. And yeah, you can imagine how bad it was for them. eh? And I just like how this four men, although they were condemned and they were, you know, cast away by their people, they they were at at a point where, you know, they were isolated, you know, a point where they probably felt so dejected and they felt like, you know, what they were unloved and they felt like, you know, their lives, you know, have, come to an end you know basically what else is there to live for i'm sick i'm starving and uh, i'm an outcast that probably they were isolated from their families and they were isolated from their loved ones so you can imagine how bad it was for them but then they got to a point where they were not content at the circumstance if you read verse three they asked one another this question where they say why are we sitting here until we die why are we sitting here until we die you know they thought about the circumstance and it got to a point where they are uh, yeah i think i think i'd say they were fed up yeah they were fed up with the situation you know when you it, it it was almost like a new normal to them but they they got fed up with this new normal they were like no we can't settle for this anymore, and. They said to themselves, why are we sitting here until we die? And they actually reasoned with each other. They say, well, if we actually uh, enter the city, there's famine in the city and we will die there also. So, if we sit here, we are going to die. So, what's left for us is actually to just go and face our problem. What was their problem? Their problem was the Syrian army, which was encamped around the walls of of um israel so you can imagine the bravery you know imagine um thinking that okay if i stay here i'm dying if i do this you know the, the obviously the the normal choice would have been for them to enter the city walls you know and ask for help but they thought we're not gonna get help there we're gonna die anyway, because there's fair man in there, but then they got to this point where they were like, "You know what? I think it's about time that we faced our problems head on. It's about time that we actually just confronted our problems, and they were like if if the guys if those Syrian guys decide to kill us, well, we will die, and it doesn't help that we're gonna die anyway if we sit here so." Let us just die moving forward. Those were the leprous men. Those were the four lepers. They were like, let us die moving forward. And there's one thing which really strikes me about this heroic act of theirs. You know, when they moved towards the Syrian camps, God was, I believe God was so challenged by that act of faith. And if you read, um... Verse six it tells us about how the Syrians, the Syrians heard um a noise of chariots and noise of horses. Basically they had a noise of a great army. So those steps of faith, I can just imagine that scene where those four leprous men, I probably pro- one of them was probably missing a couple of fingers. Some of them, you know, were probably yeah, disformed and they were probably just limping, you know, and But God, God amplified their steps because those were steps of faith. God amplified amplified those steps and it sounded like a great army towards the Syrians. And what did the Syrians do? The Syrians decided to pack up their, you know, basically they didn't even pack up the stuff. They just decided to just get up and run. They left their livestock. They left the donkeys, the horses, the cattle, everything. And they just ran for their lives. And they left that camp there with, you know, you can imagine the supply which was there because they had disrupted the, 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 supply, the supply of people. So you can just imagine the bounty that was there. Wow. Up to this far, I'm sure you have just learned so much already because these guys, these guys have just, they just blow me away, you know, the way they decided that, we're not gonna settle. We're not gonna settle for this anymore. We're gonna take a stand, we're gonna move towards our redemption. So there's something which really strikes me if you if you read from um um verse it's I think it's verse eight. It talks about how when they got there, they got to, you know, the 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 Syrians tenth. And they got into one tent and they saw food there. I can imagine how hungry they were. You know, they began eating and eating and eating. And they saw that, okay, there are supplies in here. They took supplies from themselves. And then they got into a, another tent and they saw more food and more supplies. And they thought to themselves, okay, let's get some for ourselves. But they they, they, they get to this point where they say, we cannot keep doing this. You know, they if you read from verse 9, it says... We are not doing right. And they say these words which... Wow. They, these words just shaked my spirit. They say... They said... This day is a day of good news. And we remain silent. This day is a day of good news. And we remain silent. Let me check it in another version. Um, In the NLT version, it says... This is not right. This is a day of good news and we aren't sharing it with anyone. Wow. Let's hear it with the message. It says, finally, they said to one another, we shouldn't be doing this. This is a day of good news. (laughs) Get this. And we're making it into a private party. (laughs) Yo, the message version is so extra, guys. But yeah, that's basically what they said. They were making it into a private party. They were hoarding all this good news to themselves. You know, they had supplies, they had food, they had everything. And they were hoarding it to themselves. But they got to a point where they were convicted and were like, you know what? What we're doing is not good because this is a day of good news. But yet we are so quiet about this. So they decided that, you know what? We might be outcasts. We might be condemned by our own people, but they decided to just get up and go to the walls, to the to the walls of their city, and spread the good news. So, if you actually continue reading it, you will hear about how the king, when he heard of those news, he actually doubted at a certain point, and yeah. But basically, they actually ended up opening the gates, and they that's the the, the army. Went into the Syrian camp and they got the foods and they started selling the food to the people of the city and everything was back to normal. So, wow, we have learned of four heroic men. It's a pity that we do not even know the names of these men, but what they teach us is so is so relevant in the times that we are living in. We are living in times where it feels like. I could say that as children of God, we are isolated, obviously, from the world, and we actually, before we came into knowing God, we were condemned. We were condemned by our own sins. We were basically like those men who had leprosy, because we were doomed. Basically, we were just waiting for our death. There were there was no purpose, you know, which is linked to our lives, but. It it got to a point, and I believe that this is a point that if you're listening to this and you are not saved, you have to get to this point where you ask yourself, why am I sitting here until I die? Why am I sitting in poverty? Why am I sitting in fair mind? Why am I sitting in addiction? Why am I sitting in cycles that are unending? Why am I sitting in mediocrity until I die? I want you to ask yourself this question. Why am I sitting here until I die? This is this is the question that these guys ask themselves. They ask themselves, why are we sitting here until we die? And they actually, I can imagine, you know, they probably had a dialogue. And one of them was like, well, if we sit here, we're going to die. If we go back to the city, we're going to die. But they chose to be brave and to face the reality of the enemy, which was be, be, before them. And these guys decided to face their problem head on. I want you, if you're listening to this, and have, maybe we can call this a Goliath. But this, in this instance, was a Syrian army. Maybe you have this army standing before you. An army of firm mind. A fair mind, in today's terms, can be um called poverty. Or maybe you can call it um, unemployment. Or you can call it a recession. If you are facing this army of recession, maybe you are facing an army of sickness. We know we are living in times of a pandemic. Many of us have loved ones which are sick. Many of us are sick ourselves. We need healing. I want you to make a decision today not to stay where you are. I want you to stand up. And like this this man who had leprosy, They faced their problem. And there's one thing which I love about this action of standing up in faith. When they walked, as they walked, God amplified their footsteps. And their footsteps sounded like an army. You know, you might not know it, but your footsteps sound like an army. But the condition is that you should have God on your side. With God on your side... When you take that simple step of faith and say, "God, I am facing this problem. I'm facing this day. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to kill myself. I'm not going to settle to just allow myself to be in the situation." Maybe you've been in a situation which was going on for years. If you read from this book of Kings, you will hear that the 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 the, 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 the God's people were under siege for years. It was, you know, it was a situation which they, it was like a new normal. It was something which they had even grown accustomed to. But they got to a point where they were like, we're going to take a step. And I want to encourage you, if you are if you are listening to this today, I want to encourage you to take that step of faith and say, I'm not going to settle for this situation that I'm in. I'm going to take a step of faith. And believe me, that's one step, two steps, three steps that you're going to take confronting your problem in faith with God on your side, they are, those steps are going to be amplified and they're going to sound like an army. And you won't even have to fight. You won't even have to maybe wage war and think that you're going to have to just get, your, get out of your comfort zone or maybe you just have to, yeah, learn to fight or something like that. No, you're not going to have to do that because God is going to fight this battle for you. And when they got there, what did they realize? They realized that these people actually went away. And yeah, they they, they basically just hit the road. They left all the supplies. They left all their livestock. And this is what God is saying to me today. Is that sometimes the enemy has a a lot of us, our supplies, what God has in store for us. It is not in our possession, but it is in possession of the enemy. The enemy has a lot of our jobs. The enemy has a lot of our possessions. But what I believe today is that we are going to take possession of what the enemy had stolen from us. The enemy had stolen a lot from the, the God's people. The enemy had stolen a lot of supplies, you can imagine, food. You know, food is, I think, simple. simple it, it, it is a symbol of wealth. It is a symbol of, you know, nutrition, a symbol of plenty. They had food, they had, um, you know, supplies, things like um, livestock, which was stolen. This thing is wealth. This thing is just basically living life, which is meant for you to live. That was stolen to the, from them by the enemy. But I love that when they realized that when they got there and they they realized that, wow, there's actually no one there. So God had fought that battle for them. And they got to a point where they got there. When you read from, um, where is it? When you read from verse, verse 9, um obviously from verse 8. Okay, from verse 8. It talks about how they they went to one tent and they carried the silver and the gold and the clothing and hid them, and then they came back and entered another tent and carried some from there and went and hid it. So it it reminds me of how sometimes when we when we are blessed or when we basically when we are saved, we get to a point in our walk with God where we hoard God's blessings. Where we hoard it for ourselves and say, "No, we are blessed. We are. We have all the silver and gold in the world. We have all the food and provision in the world. We have all the joy in the world." There's this song I love which says, "This joy that I have, no one can take it away. We have. We have it all, basically. But we are hoarding it to ourselves. We are not ready to share what we have with the world." And this guy's got to a point where they said this worst to themselves. They said, what we are doing is not right. And they say these words which I love so much. They say, this is a day of good news. This is a day of good news and we remain silent. If we wait until morning light, some punishment will come upon us. Now therefore, come let us go and tell the king's household. This is a message which I believe we need to hear as God's children. As children of God who have been saved. As children of God who have been blessed. As children of God who have been healed. As children of God who have everything that we need. David says in in, in one of his Psalms, he says, The Lord is my shepherd. I have everything that I need. We have this beautiful shepherd. But then it's a problem when we keep this great news to ourselves. When we keep This news that Jesus saves. We keep this news to ourselves. We keep this news that God is a provider to ourselves. We keep this news that God is a healer to ourselves. And so many people are suffering whilst we are dining. We are dining in the Syrian camp. We have possessed the land, you know, the the land that was stolen from us. And we are dining to ourselves. We are not ready to share this message of good news to the dying world. So, if you're listening to this today, I want to tell you that God has saved you for a purpose. There's this quote that I like, like saying that you are saved not to just inhabit God's kingdom, but you are saved to expand God's kingdom. You are not saved only to inhabit God's kingdom, but you are saved to expand God's kingdom. So, because you have this great news that Jesus saves, because you have this great news that God is a provider, today I want you to take a decision to tell someone close to you that, you know what? God is good in my life. There is a God in in Israel. There is a God who loves you. There is a God who cares for you and offered his only son that you might live a life of no lack. So this is a message which I believe Is relevant to us in our times we are living in times which we never thought we'd live in I never thought in my life that I'd go through something like a lockdown I never thought in my life that I'd go some through something this severe but here we are and a lot of us because we have God in our lives have been living you know obviously we 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 have challenges here and there but God has been good in our lives but there are people out there who do not know this message of God they do not know that there is a God in Israel they do not know that God has already won this battle i know a lot of us might think that covid-19 is an um, enemy that that is unbeatable that is undefeatable but i want to tell you today that god has already gone ahead of us and defeated this enemy for us we just need to stand up and take steps of faith and declare and pray and say, Lord, we thank you for winning this battle for us. So we have this God in on our side. We have this good news. Why then are we silent? Why then are we not telling other people that God has won this battle for us? And why not? We, are we not declaring this great news that, you know what, people, you are suffering in vain. It is by, It is in vain that you are going through poverty because God is jaira god is a provider i want to encourage you today and i want you to just repent and say god thank you for telling me this news that you have saved me for a purpose you have redeemed me for a purpose you have brought me out of my condition for a purpose and it was not just That I might enjoy this benefit of being on your side. But it was because you want me to tell someone of this goodness. You know God is not saying go out and save people. Because he has already done that. All we have to do is tell the good news. God is not saying go out and defeat an army. He has already done that for you. All you have to do is go out and tell the good news. So if you're listening to this, I just want to encourage you today that the battle is already won. That battle that you're facing is already won. And you do not have to sit in your distress until you die. I want you to ask yourself this question. Why do I sit here until I die? The battle is already won. Go, take that step of faith. If that step of faith means maybe submitting your business plan, if that step of faith means, you know, giving your life to Christ, if that step of faith means you know going to that that place where you thought that you'll never go do it take that step of faith and know that god is going to amplify your footsteps and that step of faith is going to sound like a great army and i promise you that with god on your side there's nothing that is impossible let us pray father in the name of jesus we thank you for your word which we read today from the book of Second Kings chapter 7. Father, we thank you for these four men who had leprosy, who teach us invaluable lessons, that, my heavenly Father, we do not have to settle. They teach us that we do not have to succumb to our circumstances. We do not have to wait in our situations until those situations kill us. My many father, I pray for whoever is listening to this. My many father, maybe they have settled, they've been settling for what is beneath your purpose for them. My many father, I pray that liberate their minds. I pray, my many father, that set them free from the shackles of fear. Set them free from the shackles of doubt. That they may take that step of faith and face their problems head on. Because already, my many Father, you have won the battle for them. My many Father, thank you for this great realization that, my many Father, you are God who fights our battles. Help us, my many Father, upon receiving your salvation, upon receiving your healing, upon receiving the great bounty and the great provision that you have for us. Help us not to be silent. Help us to tell others of your goodness upon our lives. I pray, my many Father, that bless us all, As we've heard your word today, my Heavenly Father, we repent of our silence, we repent of our fears, and my Heavenly Father, we repent of our doubts. We choose to believe you, Lord. We choose to take that step of faith with you in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, do follow us on Instagram, our handle is at let After God. You can also find us on Facebook by searching for let After God with Blessing Machine Learning. Do leave us a like. We always look forward to hearing your testimonies and reviews. Be blessed and catch you next time.